Arnold Palmer is the Masters champion of 1960. Expect anything different? It's just not a fair fight. No, it really isn't, Roger. I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, it's not a cut. That's a slice. And it's a good one, too. Hello and welcome back, all you hookers and slicers out there, to another episode of the Downswing Golf Podcast, presented by 4Champ. I am one of your hosts, Stay and Play Clay, and with me as always is Nick the Stick. Nick, how are you feeling after this U.S. Open? Uh, the tournament, great. It was really fun to watch, but my picks, I don't, I'm a little depressed. Um, so, a little mixed bag here right now, but yeah, the tournament was awesome. I mean... Fun to watch, just coming down to the, you know, exciting finish um, down to the end with, yeah, stacked leaderboard throughout the weekend. So it was, yeah, what it should be, I guess. I mean, tough course. How about, uh, you watch a lot of it? What do you think? Yeah, yeah, I watched as much as I could. I got a final score of six under, so, you know, pretty solid U.S. Open in terms of what you would expect for a U.S. Open in terms of toughness and everything. Um, and yeah, Sunday, plenty of people had chances on Sunday. It was a uh, much, I, I thought it was a much better tournament in terms of like possible endings and like drama on Sunday than say like the PGA Championship was. Um, and we still got to see a little bit of Phil Mickelson. We had that connection too. So, <laughs> were you watching Phil and Mrs. Rom yeah. uh, chit chat? Yeah, good old uh, Phil's the kind of mentor for Jean Rom, who ended up winning his first major tournament. Beautiful last two holes for him, birding seventeen and eighteen there. Yeah, no, that's uh, that is exciting. I like it when guys go out and win it. You know, that's that's playing solid golf because those putts were not easy. Those were some breakers and just just canned them. And you know, fun to see his reaction, his excitement. Yeah, you know, that's you know, Tory Pines is bringing out the you know brings out that that great finish with the the more fist pump bumping, uh, uh, like reminiscent of Tiger in 08. But I mean, Tiger's just Tiger, so it's never. Can't be that big, but um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, to me, that was the big thing. Like, different than the PGA was like, it did come down to the last hole, and you didn't know which way it was going to go because the PGA to me did have some excitement on the front nine, and then it kind of like you know you got into it, and then but by like obviously the, the last two holes where you want the full drama to kind of crescendo, it just didn't happen. Whereas it did here, so it was. You know, beautiful course on the ocean and just, yeah, that was a, it was a two-man race at that point, you know. Um, yeah, all the, everyone else just started puking all over themselves and <laughs> <laughs> stumbling and making big numbers, you know, looking, looking, you know, hit some amazing shots and then hit some, you know, shots that you and I might be able to, you know, pull off or replicate. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, I, yeah. Before I mean, before we talk about those, we should 
still stick to John Rahm here because, or at least you know, mention the fact that I picked him this this week for the U.S. Open. You did? Oh yeah. I guess. Yeah. I don't want us to you know skip over that fact here. My yeah. uh, my picks were pretty good this week. Yeah, they were they were very good. I would say. I mean, uh, we both had a couple top teners. I mean, Xander and Brooks and Colin all were in the top ten. But uh, you know, I I think it's pretty impressive that when we when we pick the winner, just you know. We're not sitting around doing research and having people bring us scouting reports uh, like we work at the Golf Channel. You know, this is hard-earned, you know, plus a little bit of luck in there. And, yeah, that was a hell of a pick. Yeah, I mean, he got his first ever PGA Tour victory at that course, draining a long putt on 18 way back when. Way back when. And he uh, kind of did it again here. And just... um, it was kind of, you know, kind of redemption for Rom, right? After getting, you know, pulled out with withdrawing from the memorial due to COVID, having that kind of a, a low, you know, when he's in the lead six shots on Sunday or whatever, or going into Sunday. And then because of his own fault and silliness and stupidity he uh had to be disqualified yeah i mean but he he handled it well right he like he he could have gone two different routes right with that that situation he could have been you know obviously he's upset because you know you want to you want to continue playing you want to win when you have a chance to win but he handled it professionally he understood why it was done because it was policy yeah like it's it's just the way it is it sucks but but everyone knew you know policy he knew kind of going into the week that was a possibility so it's not like it came like completely out of the blue right and he handled it professionally he handled it great with the media he just went the high road um if you want to call it the high road um but he's just he's just great um and so you know it kind of gets a little bit of good karma from that i feel if you're if you're a believer in karma and comes out and you know gets the job done at the US Open a couple weeks later. It was pretty pretty nice to see. Yeah, no, I didn't mind it. He's playing such good golf and he's had he's he's been due. I mean, he's one of the best in the world without a major up till now. I mean, and so I mean, I figured it was going to be a matter of time, so I still for, so young, too. Yeah, first 24 and ever. Yeah. I mean, we're I mean, this is a year of firsts. I mean, I guess you could every year you could find a, some kind of first for the majors. But yeah, first Japanese player, first fifty-year-old, first Spaniard. I mean, yeah, yeah. What a year! Twenty twenty-one is turning out to be here so far, and we're not quite done with the majors yet. We got we got the Open for artist formerly known as the British Open. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, in a couple of weeks in July. And maybe we'll get yeah. another first there. Yeah, we'll have to see. Maybe maybe Nick can pick his first major winner of the year. Maybe. I mean you did you did pick a winner earlier this year. Uh did I who'd I have? We we both uh we both picked a winner early this year. Uh, yeah, I, that's why I said first major winner. Right. No, I know, but I'm I'm just saying like yeah. like at the beginning of the year, we were kind of like 
hopefully one of us could will pick like a winner sometime this year with our picks. Um, and it happened pretty quickly for us. Um, and then, you know, I just got another one at the U.S. Open. So, you know, it's going pretty well. I, I think 2021 as a whole is going pretty decently right now. Going pretty good. Yeah, going pretty good. I, I don't have a whole lot of complaints. But, uh, but speaking of people with complaints, how about, um, how about Bryson shooting, a shooting some big scores out there on yeah. Sunday? <laughs> uh, I still haven't heard what had, what happened. I mean, he was, he, they were talking all weekend about, he found like, you know, woke up in the middle of the night and found the secret to golf <laughs> and, then he, and then he practiced into the pitch dark to perfect it. And then, you know, he was in the lead going into the back nine and then just completely shits the bed and falls apart. And like, what happened? Like, have you heard anything? No, no. I, I, I think he said like, he, he just got some bad luck or bad breaks or some bad lies. And uh, he chalked it up to that. Um, yeah, that's one hole. I mean, then it just, I mean, for a pro to have that many bad holes, like, it's just crazy because he had, he had a good week, you know? I mean, yeah. everybody everybody has a bad swing and a bad hole, but that's I, like... Yeah, but you've see, we've seen this before with him, like, um, back in the, the Masters back in November of last year, you know, where he just, he loses a ball in the rough somewhere. You know, in that, I think it was the first round there, and he just, he just mentally, yeah, can't can't compute. <laughs> it should be there. The, the 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 velocity of the of the wind speed was was perfect. I I don't understand what happened. Like, and he just <laughs> yeah, he was bringing shorts out. Yeah, like so, like things will happen with him. <laughs> yeah, you know, in the on the golf course, and he'll kind of you just like yeah, you just it just can't compute for him or whatever and. <laughs> whether it be for a couple holes or whatever and kind of gets out of his rhythm gets out his calculations go wrong you know um not thinking straight so i yeah maybe i mean maybe that happened again you know here at the u.s open um (laughs) but i mean pro golfers will have bad holes they'll they'll have bad days right um i mean yeah you just usually don't have a bad nine holes uh God, like that, like that was just horrendous. Yeah, but it, but it is the U.S. Open, right? It's supposed to be pretty tough. So, like, I mean, that's what they say. That's what they say, right? You, I mean, if there, if there was a tournament out there that is, you know, supposed to be tough, it's supposed to be the U.S. Open, and and you know, there's this idea if you don't hit your, you know, if you don't hit fairways or you get into the rough or you get in some bad spots, it's not going to be good for you, right? In the U.S. Open, Naga, Naga, so not going to be good for you. If he's, you know, if he's off a little bit. Who knows? I guess that's the tournament to to have it kind of go go astray for you. Well, I don't know. I'll tell you what, though, that's the one you don't want it to go astray for you. But I mean. Yeah, it is challenging. That rough looked pretty penalizing. Yeah. Pretty so, wicked, but... I'll tell you what, though. Bryson and I have some things in common now. We both... We've, Make we've both made Snowman this summer. Just saying. Just saying. And we're not, we're not all that different, him and I. Just, <laughs> just saying. 
Yeah. A lot of similarities there. A lot of similarities. You look like, you know, two pictures, one of Bryce and one of me. You're like, ah, it's the same picture. Man. Same long, golfer. Long lost brothers or something. Yeah. It's crazy. But, yeah. But. Yeah, a couple guys just kind of fell off on Sunday. You know, JT kind of fell off. Rory kind of fell off. Um, Brooks kind of fell off. Bryson fell off. Um, but Louie, Louie didn't fall off. No, he, I mean, he was he leading. Just, he was he yeah. was there. He was ready to. He was he was right in contention once again at another major. He's got a lot of second place finishes. He's got quite a bit. Not not as many like second places in the U.S. Open as Phil Mickelson. Correct. But Louis got a, a quite a bit of runner-ups in in majors in general. And yeah, uh, I was rooting for him. Um, once I mean I was really pulling for like Henley or somebody new, and then when once that I realized after hole one that wasn't going to happen on Sunday or something. Then I was, yeah, I was kind of, if it had to be a four, I just like, Louis' swing is so. Oh, yeah, it's great. Beautiful. It's great. It's good. It's, it's, great. it's good. It's great. Great. Awesome. I don't know what they're teaching them down in South Africa, but it's great. It's crazy for that country to have, you know, and all of them have just nice, fluid swings. Yeah. Gary Player, you got Ernie Els. Ernie. Charles. Louis. Charles. Schwartzel. Charles Schwartzel, Louis Oosthuizen. Louis Oosthuizen. Um, who's the new kid? Uh, he, I guess he's he hits bombs. Bombs, you say? Um, yeah. Do you hear? Uh, I don't have it off the top of my head, but but yeah, Louis was um, right there, right there. Yeah, no, he's he has one major, but I was really hoping. Yeah, he won the the Open back in 2010 at uh at St Andrews. Um, Will, if you're gonna win a major, his name is Wilco Niedaber, uh, which is kind of a weird last name, but uh, they were talking well, about. So is Ustazen. Ustazen, I know. Why can't you guys get some normal names? Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, twenty-one-year-old ultra long, bomb ultra long bomber. So I don't know. Uh, we'll keep an eye out for him. He's uh, he's the South African Will Zalatoris or something. I don't know. Yeah, or it, or bomber. I mean, if you're gonna, you know, you look at Louis Ustazen's career. You know, he won his major at St Andrews. I mean, if you're going to win a major in your career, like, what a place to do it, right? Um, and, and you know, if if he would have gotten the, the U.S. Open as well, if he would have won this past weekend, that's a pretty elite group of golfers he would have been in to win the Open and the U.S. Open. There's not a whole lot of golfers who have done both of those, who have won both of those in their career. Yeah. And, like, yeah, and all of them have all of them are in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, exactly. So like, like if he would have won Sunday, that like he's just a lock for the Hall of Fame then. Yeah, you know, that's right. a, it's his own ticket. That's a Hall of Fame career, just punched 
punch that ticket in there. Uh, I mean, he still might have a Hall of Fame career regardless. Um, I don't really know exactly what the criteria is to get into Hall Hall of Fame, but I mean, he's won a major. He's won. He's won plenty of tournaments. Um, He's never won in America. Yeah. Yeah. He's never won on the PGA Tour. America. But he's. I don't know if that's a Hall of Fame career. I mean, this isn't the Hall of. This isn't the Hall of Good. Hall of Very Good, yeah. I don't know. I mean, he's, he's still got some career left in him, too. So, who knows? Right. I mean... And he get, he, he keeps contending in majors, right? He keeps getting these runner-up finishes. Somehow, just can't quite get over that hump. Um, yeah, I mean, it was right there, and then... And then, just... 2017... Or not 2017, sorry. The 17th hole. <laughs> he just... <laughs> just does what I do. He just duck hooks one. Well, probably not as bad of a duck hook, but I thought, it, yeah, it was bouncing down the rough, and then yeah, but he 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 drew it left or whatever. It probably wasn't a a hook like I I get in trouble with. Yeah, but, <laughs> but he didn't hit it where he should have hit. Uh, everyone everyone's no. bailing out to the right because. You don't you don't go left. You know you pull out your don't go left swing right there on that hole, and he ends up uh, going into the hazard there. He pulled out his left swing. Yeah, bogeys the hole, goes down two shots, going into eighteen, and and then doesn't hit a good drive on eighteen. Finds himself uh, in the rough there, and kind of has to. Kind of has to lay up. I mean, he could he could have tried, you know, punching it into the 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 fair or not the fair the uh, the greenside bunker on the right. But like that's that's how tough up and down. That's well from the bunker though. Like might be well, able. To, well, Tom did it. Right, but well, but he had the he had the eagle that hole. He had the eagle the 18th, so he would have had to hole out from the bunker. Yeah. So like. You're talking about, I don't know where, I think he was at like 60 yards or something like that. 60 yards for his, yeah, his yeah. third shot from the fairway. You know, for for a shot to hole out to, to force a playoff, you know, what would you rather have, a 60-yard shot from the fairway or a, a greenside bunker? Fairway all day. True. I, but these are tour pros too, though. Like, right. and their bunkers are a lot better than mine. Yeah, their bunker game is pretty darn good. Um, yeah. They're going to take the, the distance and put it closer. Yeah, but I mean, to get in, like, getting into that bunker is is not an easy thing. From two hundred, I don't know, two hundred sixty yards away or whatever he was. Um, like that's. That's that's a decent poke, and you got that pond protecting the green on the left, and this guy just put it, you know, just put two straight drives, you know, last two holes, seventeen and eighteen, to the left, you know, and I'm, obviously this second shot wouldn't be a drive, but you know, there's it's not like he his miss has been to the right all day or lately his miss was kind of on the left and you can't miss left there otherwise the tournament's just over then if you put it into the water there so you, you don't even have a chance to hole out on a yeah. third shot so i mean i i know some people are kind of you know thinking 
it was too conservative and should have put into that bunker. But I mean, like that's it's tough. Like that would have been a tough shot to pull off from the rough, you know, the thick rough, and to get it, you know, all the way up there into that bunker and to miss the the water, like. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know his lie. I mean, there's gonna, there's always gonna be, you know, if he goes for the bunker and puts it in the lake, everybody's gonna say, "What an idiot! Why didn't he just lay up? He's in the rough." Like, right. Right. You know, it's easy for some people are gonna say something. Yeah. About everything. All us uh, Monday morning quarterbacks here. Yeah. So I mean, he lost it on the tee shots. I mean, he's yeah. He's, he's hitting, you know, in the penalty area, and then he hits in the rough. Like, that's not how you finish. I mean, no. if you're you know, if you're, if you're playing that good, but yeah, that's the open. That's the nerves. Like, yep. I mean, everybody, everybody feels it. And, you know, Rom finished strong and Louis just kind of stumbled in. Um, yeah. That's the difference. Yeah. And, and like you said, love to see guys go out and win it. Right. And that's, that's basically what John Rom did. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, guys are going to make his, their mistakes. Plenty of guys made their mistakes. Louis just made his mistakes later in the round, you know, at the, the final two holes. Um, yeah. But, you know, John Rahm went out and, and won it. You know, it is kind of funny the uh, looking at the tournament, um, kind of these parallels. Um, Louis Oosthuizen played his third round with Matthew Wolf. He was paired up with him, ended up being the 54 hole leader. And then John Rahm gets paired up with Matthew Wolf for the final round, ends up being the 72 hole winner essentially so yeah maybe there's something to do with uh matthew wolf being being your yeah, playing man, partner it was good to see matthew wolf out there i know he's been battling some demons or you know pressures the last few months so it was good to see him out there and fans seem to be treating him well from what i heard and like yeah everybody's just oh <laughs> yeah it's i mean you know we we look at all these especially this generation or this recent generation of of PGA Tour players, kind of starting with you know the 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 Jordan Spieth and um, Justin Thomas and Ricky Fowler kind of um, you know generation there or group of players like coming into the PGA Tour like a really good set of young players you know kind of the first set of like you know guys who watched Tiger growing up like now they're you know in the PGA Tour now. Um, so kind of start with them, and then, then we've kind of moved on to, you know, these these guys coming in now with you know Morikawa and, um, and Matthew Wolf, and you know some of these other guys who, it just there's such great young talent in this game, and we think you know and we look at these guys they're you know 20 years old right, and it's <laughs> right around there, barely out of high school, they're winning majors. You know, all of a sudden they're multi-millionaires. Like life, kind of just it just changes, uh, like so quickly for them. And all of them, I mean, a lot of the guys on the PGA Tour, they grew up in, you know, they didn't really come from poor families, <laughs> right? Yeah, um, that's just the reality of it. But but still, it, it's it's still life-changing thing. And and so you just kind of got to remember that guys like Matthew Wolf. Um, have early success early on like not everyone's going to be able to handle everything that comes with it you know perfectly you know it's it's just such a it's such a part of the game or just the mental part of it um having success that early 
uh, a lot of people kind of shrug it away or brush it away and you can't really do that yeah it's tough it's tough yeah. i mean i'll never know what that's like but heavy is the head that wears the crown exactly I mean, yeah once you have success and fame and money and yeah i'm sure and every i mean and even if you don't i mean we all have ups and downs and battles and right you know they're just on a, a bigger stage and like you know have to perform yeah i mean they have what you'd call good problems i guess right um but when you you know but you get to the state of you know expectations that nobody else really has to deal with or knows how to handle all that well because it's just like so few have gone through it um, yeah no it's good to see him back for sure but yeah hopefully, hopefully he can get back and you know play start playing well and you know embrace and you know well just get better you know be in a happier place yeah and you know it, it, i think these these kids i call them kids <laughs> these yeah these guys who are just i mean they're having such success early on I mean, John Rahm's had success, you know, but, you know, it took him four years to win a major, you know, come, coming out uh, and playing. He's won some tournaments, and he's, he's gotten, you know, up there, top of the world rankings. Um, yep. you know, he's, he's a great player, but... Now he's the best in the world. Now he's the best in the world, but he's... Uh, but you kind of have to... And I think Jordan Spieth has kind of gone through this as well lately, because he had he was just straight up fire when he came came on tour there, um, but like you kind of cool off a little bit. There's like there's so much good talent out there, and they've got so much of a career left in them. You know, like things aren't going to always go perfectly. Things aren't you know you're not always going to be you know making cuts or or hitting the ball as well as you want to. I mean that's just golf. Yep. But for guys who like, and speaking of like Jordan Spieth again, you know, he was like for, for all the years he was playing up until like a couple of years ago, like he felt he was getting better like every single year or whatever. And then finally he hits a point in his career where he, he didn't anymore. And, and that kind of messes with your psyche a little bit. Like why, like even if you kind of like fall back a little bit, it's like this has never happened before in my life. Ever since I've been a kid, I've been getting better and better, better at this game. Finally, make it to the PGA Tour, win these majors, win these tournaments. I'm getting better. Things are looking great. Like how could I possibly lose? And then <laughs> it just it stops. Like it, yeah, you like, plateau. Right. And and so for people who've never dealt with that before, it's a completely new experience. And you gotta figure out you gotta figure out how to deal with it. And Jordan Speed took a while, you know, a couple of years to figure that out. It looks like he's kind of back now, you know, back in the thick of things. He's won a tournament again. Um, oh. Found himself in contention a couple times. Um, kind of Ricky Fowler's kind of going through that a little bit too. Uh, I mean, JT and some other guys have gone through it a little bit, you know, just in kind of maybe more you know sporadic yeah. spurts, but like everyone deals with it and maybe Matthew Wolf is kind of finding that out right now um, but like you know super early in his career <laughs> and it's yeah. just 
just something he's got to deal with and hopefully he's got people around him a group around him that's that's good and you know support group that's that's the biggest thing when you're on tour you got to have a good support group because you can't do everything by yourself out there (laughs) yeah you gotta have a good team a good circle i mean everybody's getting paid for those from those superstars but yeah i mean they got everything from you know chefs to uh, a mental coach a putting coach a swing coach a fucking you know a Trainers. trainer yeah you know a dietitian a chef uh, yeah chauffeurs like i mean yeah but i mean hope but caddies financial advisors stuff like that just <laughs> well yeah you're definitely getting pulled also by you know you're just your basic friends that like hey let's go out let's go let's go to the bar and because they want <laughs> they want to be the wingman to the pga tour star and you know pull his leftovers <laughs> yeah i don't you know i don't know i don't know exactly what that's like eating leftovers <laughs> yeah yeah i always finish my plate yeah um no i mean these guys i mean these guys are traveling you know all the time right to all their different tournaments so it's not so they got it like if they're gonna have like friends or whatever yeah. yeah, it's a small support group, and not everyone travels, you know, with them. A lot yeah. of people don't travel with them, but, um, but yeah, I mean, it's pretty key to keep that that group, like the tight knit group, needs to be pretty small. Yeah, for sure. But, but it's it's definitely something that, you know, it's it's tough to really understand unless you're unless you've actually gone through it or you've been a part of it, um, which certainly neither of us have. <laughs> no no offense, Nick, but... Can't, uh, can't say we have, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. It'd be fun, different set of problems, but, yeah, everybody's everybody's got problems. So, yeah, we'll see. But, uh, I don't um, Any other stories that... Uh, stuck out to you for the week or no not really and it's it's great to have the u.s open on father's day weekend again you know tradition kind of started back up again tory pines was pretty decent played pretty well had a good finish seems like as i mentioned last week like maybe it is a course that needs to be more in the rotation for the u.s open yeah it 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 seemed to do fine and it was you know it's visually you know it's i like the the on being on the ocean but i don't know i just it obviously worked it's just yeah well it just doesn't have the the same feeling to me as like oakmont and pinehurst and some of the other typical typical rotation pebble beach but they got it i mean i like that they take it out to the west coast so there must not be i mean there's not you know an endless supply of courses that can host this from logistics or just a quality of course play so i mean right yeah there's only so many they can choose from but i like the yeah switching it up because you can't have them all on the east coast no no but yeah no, it was good. It was a good tournament, good major. Good to see Rom bring it home. Some good picks. Good picks on my part for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just whatever. 
full-on domination. Well, I mean, I had two two of my four picks were in the top ten. So, I mean, I did, but I, yeah. Yeah, you, you gave me your best shot, and I, I shrugged it aside. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you are just on a roll. Brush Love- it off. Loving this, man. All right. No. Should we uh, make our picks? Is your ego going to – are you going to be able to get your head through the door? Oh, we'll see. We'll see. But, uh, I mean, might as well make our picks for the Travelers now. Yeah. Travelers Championship, TPC River Highlands in Connecticut. It's an interesting – it's an interesting course. It's interesting. Running along a river there. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. All right. Well, it looks like it's uh, your your leadoff. Oh, man. Putting the pressure on you. <laughs> all right. All right. Well... Let's, uh, let's, we're going to go back to our normal style of picks, right? So just three, right? Yep, just three. Doing our, our main, main pick, or, and then our, our best man, uh, and then our, our, uh, trunk slammer. Uh huh. So we'll uh, do that. I will start it off with my, my big dog, my, my groom to win. Um, we're going to go, I think we're, you know what, we're going to, we're going to say a little bit of a, a little bit of a bounce back, uh, week here. It's going to take his frustration out on this course. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll go with a little Bryson here. Can't, can't think he'll be, uh, hitting seven and eights on, on holes again. You think? Uh, yeah, I don't know what to think about him anymore. I mean, <laughs> uh, well, I'm picking him. Hopefully he's, you know, he had a chance to turn his computer brain off and then restart it yeah, three restart. times. You know, turn, turn it off, turn it back on. Yeah. Pretty I mean, simple. <laughs> hopefully that's all it takes. You know, I, I don't I don't mind seeing him and just waiting for him and Brooks to play in a group together. Yeah, and, that's the only thing that missed. We, we didn't get at the U.S. Open, which would have been fantastic. That would have been nice to get a pairing of those two, but yeah, didn't happen. I can't wait. I'm just <laughs> sitting around counting the time until it happens. And like, I don't know. I'm wondering. Yeah, they they need to do a special match or something. Like, it wasn't. <laughs> I even heard that recently. Are, are they like doing this on purpose for some oh. like? I'm sure they're doing it for that whole PGA Tour grow the game thing. Yeah. I'm sure that's part of it. Everybody likes a little beef. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure that's playing a part of it. Man, it's not hurting, I guess. No. I mean, people are talking about it. We're talking about it. All right. Um, We are. Um, Yeah, so... Um, I'm gonna go Patrick Cantlay. He uh, he was doing all right in the U.S. Open. I mean, he's been having a pretty good year, and um, yeah, I mean, it looks like uh, 
I mean, he likes this course and uh, done well out east. So I think uh, I think he might be due to. Uh, I think he's one of the favorites in my book. So okay, Mara, Mara. And then I'll bring it back. Bring my, it back. My dark horse. Uh, is Scotty Scheffler a dark horse? Um, I think so. All right. Since you say so, I'm going to try it. Let me, let me just check here quick. Um, you know, I mean, I, I personally would say he is, but I just, you know, I just want to double check here just to make sure. The world. Yeah, it, he's, yeah, he's a dark horse. He's fine. <laughs> All right, then we're we're gonna bring it back with uh, little Scotty Scheffler. Uh, you know, still no PGA Tour wins, but he but he's due. He's gonna get one eventually, so I'm just gonna keep picking him until he does. <laughs> one of these times, it's maybe gotta, gotta maybe. happen. We'll see. It's gotta right. happen. What do you like? Um, I'll go with a uh, Paul Casey. Uh... Is he, is he in our courses? What? He's he's got a pretty high world ranking. I mean, is he? Does uh, what was our What's what his? was our what was our made up standard? But I, I don't know. I don't remember. What what is his ranking? Twentieth. And I was oh, going to Scotty Scheffler's eighteen. So. All right. Then so, you can then you can have him. Yeah, I, we're fine. All right. It works. We're playing by the same rules here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our own made-up rules. All right. <laughs> Never. Us? No. Us? No. No way. No. All right. And then bring it back with your uh, trunk slammer, who's who's looking especially bad this week as far as mug shots. Yeah. Who's got who's got the mug shot for the week here? <laughs> who's who's got it? Who's speaking to me here? Man, <laughs> just you just gotta love, gotta love the mug shots. Um, yeah, I mean, there's not not a whole lot of terrible ones here this week. It's um, you know what? We'll we'll go with Bryce Garnett. Oh, let me see. What do you got here, Garnetti? He's he's a. Uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of flash on that photo there. Kind of washed out his profile pic. Yeah, yeah, the bulb was on extra high, or he's just really that pasty. <laughs> yeah, maybe a little bit of both. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? But yeah, Bryce Garnett. No offense, dude, but you're gonna be slamming your trunk come Friday. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna go a little. Uh, Brian Hagee didn't uh, didn't quite get the memo. He was having a picture day and forgot his comb. <laughs> He's just. Oh, all right. Today's picture day. Mom didn't even know. Mom didn't even tell me. Uh, he looks right. like he's coming from like a his punk rock band's rehearsal. 
<laughs> All right, there's the pick. So I got Cantley, Scheffler, and Brandon Hagee for, to, for the Trunk Slammer. And then uh, Clay has got Bryson, Paul Casey, and um, Brent. Bryce, Gar- Bryce Garnett? Yeah. All right. Bryce Garnett. And, um, All right. Yeah, one more, one more shout-out before we close this episode here. Um, my boy, Ricky, is going to be a papa. I did see that. Papa Ricky coming up oh. this later this fall. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, I think I, I saw a social media post of some sort. Yeah, a little baby girl, right? Yeah, that's what it sounds uh, like. Future LPGA. He's going to have the the dad strength is going to gonna be propelling him. He's going to get his... It helped Rom. Exactly. That's just what he needs to get his first major. He's, he's, right. he's coming back. All right. We'll go with that. And with that, uh, yeah, I think we're going to sign off here. Thank you so much for listening hope you all enjoyed the u.s open hopefully you make some good picks for the travelers enjoy that as well we'll come back next week to recap our picks and some other things as well but until then see you later peace love and birdies Arnold palmer is the master's champion of 1960 expect it's just not a fair fight. No, it really isn't, Roger. I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, it's not a cut. That's a slice. And it's a good one, too. Yes, sir!